This is Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Today we're going to do part two of our funny worst gig stories from the road. Well, they didn't start out from the road, but they, they went to the road. Yeah, no, I'd like to reiterate that we should do this anonymously. I firmly believe in that. We're going to get in trouble. We are. I'm just saying. We are. This is totally anonymous. All right. um, so, so let me tell you about my Jane Mon high star. Okay, so you finished yesterday, and I would just say normally you can pick this podcast up any day. We do it every day, quality level, variable from low <laughs> to, to average. But in this case, I'm going to say, take, you know, jump back to yesterday. If you missed part, oh, oh well, we finished in Italy, so uno, <laughs> el parto uno, then you might want to check that one out. Wait, before. isn't it un cafe, though? Un cafe, due. Due? Due, uh, doppio. Double. I never bothered to learn. Yeah. Well, so we finished in Italy, southern Italy, yeah. and, and that was a beautiful story you told. Thank you. Yesterday. Um, and that reminded me of one of my favorite um, road stories, fun, kind of funny gigging stories from Sicily, which coincidentally was the same uh, per, uh, agent as I believe your story. I'm not sure. The way you describe it, I don't want to name names, but it seems similar to me. There's so many stories from this agent. So many stories yeah. from this, this gentleman. Air quotes over gentleman. Um, but we, uh, I did a gig with Christian McBride and his Inside Straight group. This was actually years ago. I think it was our first European tour. And we started in Sicily, in Palermo, which is a great place to start. It's awesome. Um, the way we did it, though, we were kind of like flying in from New York, arriving in the afternoon with a gig that night. Um, so it was a little bit hectic. And I think we got to uh, Rome and we're transferring, you know, flying like New York to Rome. And we're going to transfer Rome to Palermo. And, uh, you know, the way the lines are, when you have to transfer terminals, got a little funky. And I sort of butted the line. And, and McBride and the rest of the group are like, I can't believe you're being such an ugly American butting up to the front. But I'm like, we're not going to make it otherwise. So they're all sneering at me. So I'm the only one who makes the connection to Palermo. You know, and I'm trying to get the plane to wait. No, the other guys are coming. They wouldn't wait. They won't do it. So we get there. And they're going to come on the flight in an hour later. So I said, okay. So I get to the airport in Palermo. And it's such a beautiful, funny thing that will happen. Uh, it can only happen in Italy. I get there. There's nobody there to pick up. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go. I guess maybe he's coming when the next flight comes. So I kind of go over to the little cafe there and have an espresso to kind of come to life. Just some of the best coffee you can imagine for totally. one euro. You like know. at the airport. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm sitting there. And so this guy comes up. He's like, Peter, hello. You know. And how was that for Italian accent before I go on? It was good. It was okay. Okay, I can get. I can do better. <laughs> Peter, how are you? All right, you? well, let's not get offensive. <laughs> so I was like, hey, and he's like, oh, I'm such a big fan. I was like, oh, thanks. And he's like, yeah, what are you doing here? I mean, at first, he's talking. I'm thinking he's picking me up, and then he's like, what are you doing? I said, we're doing a gig. He's like, oh, that's right, at the such and such, the outdoor stage. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, hey, I'll drive you if you want. And so it was still unclear. I'm like, he's like, I'll have a coffee and a smoke with you first, and then we'll drive, you know. Right, right. And so, but I still wasn't sure. If and then I was like, oh, no, he is here to pick me up. Okay. okay. Why else would he be here and he'd know me, you know? Sure. So we get in his little Fiat and yep. drive, and we're talking on the way into town to the hotel. And then I realized he actually just flew in. He's like, yeah, I'm just getting back from Milan doing a gig myself. Um, he just happened. He's like a piano player. They happen to know me and just sort of saw me at the airport sitting there waiting. <laughs> so he's like, I'll give you a ride. Because then he's like, where are you staying? <laughs> 
I was like, I don't know. And he's like, I think I know where you might be staying. We'll go to a couple places. He's like, we're going to find it. Don't worry. So we're driving like from hotel to hotel. He's sort of asking if I'm checked in. And I don't have an itinerary. I don't know what's going on. So we finally kind of find the hotel. And I go, we do the gig, McBride and them get in later. And we actually had a really good time. Awesome. Same thing, you know, great gig. No yeah. acid trip with the promoter, though. We minus that. that, yeah. <laughs> uh, full key of uh, strings, of, of, of piano keys, everything operational. Well, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> nice gig, incredible meal afterwards. The next day, we're flying out, and this infamous promoter, you know, our flight's like at, you know, like 10 o'clock or something from Palermo. We're going back, back to Italy. Um, no, that's a little inside thing. Back to Italy, because you know you're Sicily. You're not really in Italy. Right. You're in another country. Right. Um, so he's supposed to pick us up at like eight or eight fifteen or something. No, you know he's not there. He's not there. So we're kind of freaking out. He shows up at like nine, and you know <laughs> everybody's like, "We gotta go. We got all this equipment and stuff." And he's got this little van, and he's like, "Don't worry. It's everything's always late. The flights. Don't no problem. We'll go." You know. So we get in his van, and I'm sitting in the front seat. We load up all the stuff, the bass and all this. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the front seat with him. He pulls out of the hotel, and I kind of look over at his gas gauge and the red light's on. And I'm like, hey, man, what's up with that? He's like, oh, it's okay. He's like, that always comes on. I was like, yeah, it always comes on when you're low on gas. And he's like, oh, it'll be fine. And he kind of – I was like, I was like, I don't – I think we should get some gas. So he kind of gets frustrated. Oh, fine, fine. We'll stop. So he pulls into the gas station, you know. He puts like three euros of gas in. That's it. You know? okay. I was like, cool. At least it'll get us to the airport. He's like, come on. We got to hurry. I'm like, oh, now you're in a hurry, yeah, buddy. Right? Yeah. So then he, he's still kind of aggravated with me for making him get gas so we don't get stranded. He pulls out of the gas station, cuts off like two cars, bounces over a curb, you know, like you look behind you and it's like it's explosions like, going. Mayhem, yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, Sicilian drivers are so bad, you know. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. And so we pull out, but he hits the curb hard, so we sort of get out on the little kind of a highway, but it's just sort of a, a little bit bigger road. And, and um, I start hearing this like, boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. I was like, dude, I think the tire. He's like, oh, no, it's just my van. You need so many bags and, and people in here. It's like, boom, boom, boom. It's getting louder. And finally, we had to pull over. It's a flat tire. Of course. Of course, yeah. yeah. So we pull over, and so we have to pull all the bags out. It's getting hot already. It's like 20 minutes to 10, you know, the flights. Oh, and um, pull all the bags out so he can find the spare tire. Um, so he finds – oh, no, he, he, we have to kind of pull the stuff out. He finds the pump first. Yeah. So he starts, um, he starts pumping the car. He's turning it. First, he has to take a break to smoke, of course. Naturally. You know, yeah, so he can get some you have to assess the situation. <laughs> so we're trying to help him, like, pump, uh, but then we're also, like, on the cell phones trying to call a cab or something. Like, we got to get to the airport. Right, right. So I see him turning the thing. He's turning it the wrong way. And I'm like, no, 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 the other way it's – so it starts going up. I'm like, good. And I turn to the other side. I look back at him. He's reversed and turning back the other way. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, it's so much easier going this way. Well, yeah, because you're going the wrong way. I'm like, yeah, the car's like... Oh, so then another smoking break. And then yeah. finally gets the thing up. He Espresso gets the car. break. We yeah. had lunch. Yeah. <laughs> he gets the car jacked up, and then he goes to get the spare. The spare is flat, of course. Of course. <laughs> By this time, a couple taxis come, and we good. bid farewell. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that was, that was an interesting thing. And actually, I did – this was in my very early vlogging days. It was like pre-smartphone. Yeah. I think I had some kind of jankity video camera. Yeah. So we'll, we're going to drop a link in the, the description oh, here. Nice. I think we have it on YouTube in the back in the archives with a little bit of visuals you can go on A little treasure. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll finish it up with a, a great story. This is actually a story that took place uh, not on the road but here in St. Louis um, – this was, I forget how long ago this was. It must have been like 
2006 or 07 or something. Um, but there was a tribute concert for Maynard Ferguson. I believe Maynard Ferguson just died. Look up when Na- Maynard Ferguson died. Okay. Um, Continue. But uh, there, was, um, there was a big tribute concert happening at a university here in St. Louis. And then... Um, 2006, August 23rd. Oh, man, I've got a great memory. You're the man. Uh, and then after the big concert um, with, like, a big band and everything, uh, there was going to be a jam session kind of down the street at a little bar... And everybody was invited. And I was hired to be in the rhythm section of this jam session. And, uh, you know, naturally, uh, all trumpet players showed up. Like, there were probably 25 trumpet players in the room. (laughs) And about 15 of them uh, were in a line with horns uh, to play, you know, uh, an F blues or whatever we were playing to start the session. And, you know, it was was a fine night. It was was okay. There were some good players. And... Um, but the the last tune of the evening it wasn't it wasn't F blues actually, and all of the trumpet players that were there got their horns out and they stood, kind of in front of the rhythm section in a half circle. I mean there was like twenty guys, and they just went down. It was one of those nightmare scenarios for the rhythm rhythm section player where you're just comping, for I don't know twenty two twenty five minutes of F blues straight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like solo after solo after solo. And all of each them, one better than the last. Each one higher and louder <laughs> than the last, because they're, they're all Maynard fans, right? Yeah. And I love Maynard Ferguson, but this was like this was getting ridiculous. Twenty five bad Maynards, <laughs> and then the the real the the piece de resistance ah, was the la la. at the very end. One of the leaders of sort of the the whole probably the guy who booked the jam session. I'm thinking about it. He, the, the last trumpet player is taking the solo, and he's going around and he's saying, he's like, okay, after this next chorus, the rhythm section, you guys drop out, and just all trumpets are going to blow at the same time. <laughs> right? So already it's I kind of a blew. funny premise, right? <laughs> but what happened next uh, was one of the funniest things I'd ever heard, because these were all Maynard heads. So when we, on the downbeat of the next chorus... Uh, you know, what, if, if you were to say, like, oh, there's going to be, like, ten pianists, we're all going to play at the, t- the same time, like, you would think maybe you know, someone is maybe going to just, like, play some chords, and maybe someone's going to do some, like, stuff up high, and maybe someone's going to do some fast runs, and maybe someone's going to do just, like, big, you know, octaves or something. Every single trumpet player went straight up in the air as high and as loud as they no one did any like thoughtful like like it was like they were like um, trumpet lemmings dun, 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 <laughs> one two one two three four and the room sounded like we were inside of a giant tea kettle that was ready it was to like boil jet propulsion it was unbelievable everybody just went <laughs> as high and as loud as they could go and I swear to God, my friend Joe Meyer, who's, uh, who now lives in Nashville, he's a really good uh, pop and country drummer. He was on this, this gig, and he literally fell off the drum set backwards laughing because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> and, you know, that's how the tune ended. We couldn't get it back together because it was so, no one had any sense of form or time or anything. It was just as high. <laughs> or, and taste. As, or taste. Or <laughs> taste. It was pretty awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Well, if you weren't there, it's almost like now you were there because... I hope you don't hear it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. 
If you liked what you heard, please leave a rating or review. Yeah, I liked what I heard. Hmm. I'm going to leave five stars, but you guys can do whatever you want. <laughs> Today's episode was brought to you by Open Studio, jazz lessons from jazz legends. Check out our brand new All Access Pass. All Access, what is that, like one or two courses you get? Dude, I said All Access. It's access to everything. Every course, hundreds, ah, thousands, tens of thousands of lessons. Wait, tens of thousands. Back up, back no, up. Definitely hundreds. <laughs> We're getting close to a thousand. Everything from Christian McBride, Peter Martin, Romero Lobombo, Gregory Hutchinson, um, Miles Davis, Mead Lux Lewis, okay, Jelly Roll it's Morton. getting ridiculous. <laughs> no, some of those. The first couple, we've got them. <laughs> Check us out, openstudionetwork.com.